Okay, everyone ready? As ready as I'll ever be. Yeah. So is that a yes or a no? <laughs> Jeez, you're making these decisions. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> Can I get back to you next week? January 28th, 2011. 8.5-bit, episode 4. I'm your host, Stephen Lamb. With me today, I've got the man, the legend, the beard, Ian Maddie. Was <laughs> that a beard? Oh, no, I can't get back to you tomorrow. I got to do this this week. Oh man! Immediately. <sighs> Can we start over? No. What's my line? No. <laughs> All right. Uh, I've also got the man, the legend. The man, Errol Reed. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have a beard. No, no, I really don't. I, it's unfortunate genetics, that's all. Speaking of unfortunately, unfortunately, JD will not be joining us at the moment. He is being further engaged with the Edmonton Transit System. So, he might show up later, he might not, whatever. He'll, if he comes, he comes, we'll add him in. So, how are you guys doing? Yeah, doing, doing good. Pretty doing good. good. It's the weekend. Can't complain. I can. You're a weekend. <laughs> You're on the weekend. So, you guys been doing? Yeah, very well. How's about yourself? Not too bad. I had some steak. It was delicious. Yeah, you say that now. The keg is run by wizards and witches, and they are amazing. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> so, what you guys been playing this week? Oh, well, uh, do you want me to start off the arrow? Well, I means all... Ian. Yeah, go go uh, right ahead. Well, um, finished off uh, Call of Duty Black Ops. Yeah, how'd you like it? Um, it was a nice little twist. It was better than the Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two. You're a twist. Yeah, I am. With the beard to boot in the left side flank of the rear. That's in your posterior. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I thought the story was uh, quite a bit more compelling, um, more interesting, and you know the twist that it almost seemed like it was more of a took on a more sci-fi supernatural twist rather than a a believable twist. I found. So we're talking like um, um, uh, Indiana Jones and Legend of the Crystal Skull kind of ending. No, no, still within the the. Um, I guess you know the realm of plausibility. Uh, if you uh, you know, just yeah. ignore reality a little. Just a little. Yeah, just, just a, bit. a little. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how you could, uh, you know, swim up from the bottom of the ocean on sure one, one one breath of air and not suffer uh, decompression sickness by being mason. That's how. <laughs> Or what's his, what's his buddy's uh, name? Reznov? Uh, no, no, not Reznov. The other guy that made it out. There's the two of them at the end, wasn't I, there? I can't remember the other guy's name. And it wasn't Wood, but... Uh, he died. Wood died. Yeah, Wood he dies. died. Yeah, Wood died. What? You, you, <laughs> yeah, Wood bit it hard. I, yeah. I was maybe considering getting that game, but now you've ruined the fucking storyline for me. Uh, Thanks, Wood dies. Guys. Um, just so you know, Reznov dies too. <laughs> Yeah, Reznov. That was interesting. I kind of, I kind of saw the the ending, of, like the the twist. What a twist! 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I kind of saw the twist coming in uh, the Vietnam in Vietnam. Yeah, um, yeah. And Charlie the jumped out the trees at me. Back um, in Danang, my home country. There. Exactly. Yeah, man. Watch out for Charlie hiding in the trees. And they are in the trees. Yeah, really? yeah, they, 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 they are pretty, actually in the trees. They are actually in trees. Yeah, it's Holy pretty shit. obvious when they're in the trees, though, and which yeah. trees they're hiding in, which was kind yeah. of disappointing in that regard. No, you know, yeah. why are they wearing like bright orange in the? Uh... Well, almost. I mean, you, you you come up on them with your group of uh, guys, and uh, someone comes out, sniper in the trees, and there's only one tree in front of you, so you just look up, and there he is. Yeah, it's a little. Uh... I mean. It, yeah, it'd be nice if you had picked off picked off one of your team first, because I mean that's what snipers did. Yeah, yeah. considering how well they actually did against the U.S., but you know this is black ops. Black yeah, ops. Got to make sure that uh, you know U.S. is top dog. The black ops, son. Indeed. Yeah. Yep. Hoorah. Yep. What else you been playing? <laughs> uh, so yeah, I finished off that. Before I move on, I just got to say that zombie mode. I totally understand why you uh, hunt down the. The Hearted Edition. Yes, we did. Good yeah. stuff. I it, it, very much yeah. enjoy it. I only played the one round after the end of the, the game, and I was like, oh, okay, that's pretty, that's cool. Yeah, the the five map is actually probably the hardest one, because uh, to actually get to the mystery box and the good guns, you kind of have to unleash all the hard guys, so. Is that right? Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I mean, if I find a, a copy of the Hardened Edition, I might uh, pick it up if I can get it for nice and cheap. Yeah. But uh, I'm not going to hold my breath on that one. Yeah, it's pretty tough to find now. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, so I actually ended up getting rid of it and trading it in, uh, and uh, moved on to what I, the second game that uh, on the PS3 that I was playing. I played a bit of Dead Space, and I say a bit, and then, you know, that's probably maybe half an hour, forty-five minutes entirely. Uh, haven't really got much console gaming in this week; just uh, life taking precedence and and the like. Oh yeah. Yeah, um, on the portable side, uh, played uh, Ghost Trick and finally finished that. Um, that game, you know, is a, just a really well done game. And I was quite surprised when I was watching the credits. Uh, it's also done by uh, Keiji Inafuni of, um, probably mispronouncing his name, but uh, he was of uh, the creator of, oh, what's the game? Uh, Dead, no, not Dead Space, uh, Dead Rising. Dead oh, Rising yeah. 1 and 2, uh, before he left Capcom, he also did uh, Ghost Trick, and that's a really fun game. It's a smaller game, so it's a lot harder to find um, out there, as I've mentioned in the past. But it's a lot of fun. You basically, you, at the start of the game, you die. Uh, you're, you're killed, and you become a ghost, and you've lost your memory of who you are and what's happened. So you're told that you have 12 hours from 7 p.m. when you're killed, till 7 a.m. when the sun rises to find out what happened to you, who you are and what happened. And uh, by going through, you're basically able to uh, what's known as you know, the game calls ghost tricks, which allows you to manipulate uh, objects in the environment as well as if you someone has died around you, you can basically talk to their ghost or spirit and then warp to four, four minutes before their death to see how they died and try to prevent it. So it's a lot of uh, time bending in that and uh, give, you know, it puts back to the future to shame for it's all it's... Uh, Excuse me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Damn me fighting words. <laughs> Bring it. 
You know, you're going to have to jump in your DeLorean to get over here. No, I can jump in my Honda Accord. I'm pretty sure it <laughs> get there still. Not where I'm going. Where are you going? I don't know. Yeah. I was going somewhere with that, but it totally fell flat. Okay. Can I come? Yeah, uh, yeah sure. It's a two-seater, so. Harold, <laughs> uh, what you been playing? Uh, for the most part, I've been only play. well, since Tuesday, I've just been playing Dead Space 2. Um, I was playing more, um, like, Red Dead uh, as well over the week, uh, you know, the last, I guess, the couple days before um, Dead Space was released, but I've pretty well just been playing that. And actually, I did, uh, I did a run-through once. I'm on my, my own New Game Plus on that one. Um, thoroughly enjoyed it. Had a lot of fun. Um, nearly shit myself a couple times, but you know that I may that may have been a stubbing issue and not the actual game itself. So uh, you know, things happen. Happens, you know. Where you know, happen. shit happens. <laughs> <laughs> shit does happen. You get that? That's a joke. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got that. I got that. <laughs> you're, you're a funny one. You're a funny fuck. I know, I know. Uh, no, I'm serious. I seriously getting a lot, having a lot of fun now. The one thing I did like, and like uh, Visceral, who they're the same. I mean, th- they aren't credited as the same people that did uh, Dead Space One, but I actually did some reading, and um, they are because the EA's Redwood Studio back in like 2009 or 2010, whenever they essentially branched them off and turned it into Visceral. So it's EA, but it, it's Visceral at the same time. Wait, you lost yeah. me. Who are they? They're guys in California who make <laughs> video games, and they have friends in Melbourne and Shanghai. Moving on. Uh, What's I that? Found... Could, you, could you repeat that? I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, I figured as much. <laughs> <laughs> Had a lot of fun. Uh, there's 15 chapters, all told, in the game. Um, I, As far as lengthwise, I'm th- for... Thinking the first one to the second one around the same length as far as playtime and just, you know, how long it will take you. Six, seven Uh-oh. hours-ish around there? Well, it depends on the difficulty. Really depends on the difficulty. I mean, I because I was fearing another one of those, like, um, you know, turret defense segments from the first one where you have to shoot the asteroids and shit, and I sucked at those, so I did my first playthrough on the casual difficulty, and it still took me more than two days and I was putting it playing pretty heavy, like those. So you're looking at at least, you know, I'd say you're looking at at least ten to twelve hours. Because right. I mean, I, I'm you know, the the mechanics haven't changed. Uh, they've made a couple updates that I really enjoyed. Um, for like inventory wise, your um, the stasis modules are now stackable, and they've changed the on a couple of the weapons, the plas, uh, the pulse. Uh, the pulse rifle and the uh, force gun, they changed the alternate fires, which made a lot more sense. Um, the the pulse gun, now the secondary fire is uh, it's grenade. And the uh, force gun, instead of like, it's uh, before in Dead Space 1, it was uh, like a timed mine that you'd launch on the ground. This one is just like a energy beam. It's not as powerful as like the, the blast that it does on normal, but it's, it's still pretty freaking awesome. And... Um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of scenes where it's kind of throwback to the original, and um, you know, a lot of references to the original. And well, because it's you know the sequel, can't have a sequel without referencing the original. Sure, you can. 
Final Fantasy 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, those 8, aren't, 9, Those 10, aren't sequels. Those aren't sequels. Uh, was that uh, the game f- that came out for the... Chrono Cross. Uh, the um, Luke Chrono Luke. Cross re- re- um, reference trigger. Did it? Yeah. I don't remember. It wasn't until the very end, but I mean, Chrono okay. was in the game. Okay. I wasn't uh-huh. paying attention, so... Yeah, I are in the game. Yeah, <laughs> baby. <laughs> but no, and uh, I picked up the uh, the collector's edition, so it came with... Um, you know, I got a sound. I got the soundtrack. I got the um, uh, the plasma cutter, like the actual plasma cutter figurine, which is pretty cool. And then for uh, out of the box DLC, I got you get the uh, the zealot force gun, which has increased damage and decreased reload time, and the zealot um, suit, the zealot rig, which also gives you a bonus to damage on your. Um, uh, force gun, so the force gun becomes a pretty potent weapon straight off the bat. As well, because I pre-ordered it at EB, I got the, um, oh, what is it? The, yeah, the rivet gun, which is kind of fun. Not as useful as a lot of the other guns, but it's free, so I used it just, you know, I sold most of the ammo that I got just for extra cash, but still, it was it was good fun. Um, yeah, uh, like I said, I'm doing one through uh, New Game Plus right now, so I'm doing my second run through. And the one thing I've had, and I, I'm actually I'm on the, the IGN forums, it seems that there's a glitch where as you... Because the way the suits work, it's not like there's one suit and then you upgrade it. Like in the first one, you start off and you you've, the, actually for the first part of the game, you don't even have a rig. You're in a straight jacket. I wouldn't really say it's the first part. I mean, that's like the first maybe ten minutes. Well, yeah, exactly. 10, the first part minutes. of the game. Until you reach the first store, you're wearing a straight jacket. You're wearing a straight jacket. Well, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Anyways. Um, I think I know what we're calling this episode. <laughs> <laughs> you're wearing a straight jacket. <laughs> no, um... The way that they've they've changed the uh, the the armor system, so you get an arm, you get a piece of armor, and it say gives you you know ten percent and ten inventory slots, and it gives you a bonus. Then you upgrade to the next armor that say gives you fifteen percent and fifteen uh, inventory. So that upgrades your total inventory, but then you can go back and uh, uh, um, and um, equip your previous armor, still keep the armor and inventory bonus, and then get the extra bonus for, like, there's the hacker suit that you get for um, for doing uh, Dead Space Ignition, and that reduces the uh, the one of the, the phases required for, for completing a hack by one, so instead of having to do three phases, you only have to do two, which, you know, can come in handy, especially later on when you have to do a hack and there's things swarming you, but I digress. Um, but yeah, no. Other than that, I'm like I'm really loving this game. Uh, graphics phenomenal. Sound is scary as shit. How many they, times have you jumped? I jumped. I stayed standing the entire time just so that I didn't have so that I wasn't going to jump. I um, couldn't sleep Tuesday night. I was freaked out too badly. This will put your mind at ease. Uh, plasma cutters don't work that way. <laughs> <laughs> that put my, now you got to rotate it 90 degrees. Yeah, you got to rotate it 90. No, plasma cutters don't work that way. As an engineer, I know how plasma cutter works, and they don't work. You can't shoot plasma that way. It doesn't work. But that, that's well, hey man, like you know, this this is the future. So, and also another neat thing that uh, 
good feature that I liked was when you go into like uh, from the menu and you start up the single player. It has like the previously on Dead Space option where it explains, you know, for those who hadn't played the first one, although I don't know why anyone wouldn't play the first one, it explains the storyline, but also goes more back, it goes gives backstory just on society in general, but you know, like, how Earth's resources had been completely depleted, so they first went out and, like, they went to Saturn and basically started harvesting the moons, and then where you are on the sprawl is the, um, essentially the, the space station on Titan, which is, you know, one of Saturn's moons, if you didn't know that already. I didn't know that. All I'm saying is that you can't throw plasma like that. doesn't work that way. Well, you know what? They're like a couple hundred years ahead of us, so you know what? Maybe they figured out how to throw plasma. Ever think of that? Huh? Prick? Essentially, they're shooting electrical beams at gas and throwing that? (laughs) Is that what you're telling me, Errol? Maybe. That sounds preposterous. Wikipedia that. Tell me if you can figure out a way to do it. Tell like me. I said, they are more technologically <laughs> advanced than us. Okay? Are you saying that we're not advanced enough to, to be them? That's exactly what I'm saying. We that are sounds not... kind of racist. How is that racist? <laughs> <laughs> How is it not? Well, if you don't know. Okay, <laughs> you know Moving what? On. <laughs> buy, buy, rent. Skip. Oh, that that's that definitely a buy. Like this, I'm giving it, you know, like nine out of ten. There's only yeah. a few few little things that I would have changed, a few little things I would have done slightly differently, but all in all, this game is phenomenal and I highly recommend it. It's fun. Uh there's actually they have a bit more human and Isaac actually has a voice now. So, you know, there's a lot of back and forth dialogue and you know, he Okay. Swears up a storm at points, and yeah. And there's a lot more, it's a lot more personal story, because it's all about more of, um, you know, him dealing with um, his girlfriend and the delusions. Delusions. <laughs> it's an optical illusion. Did you play the uh, multiplayer at all? No, I haven't touched the multiplayer. Okay. And um, I'm actually kind of looking forward to the, the new DLC now. Uh, Ian, I just checked on, on the IGN site, and the characters for the Severed DLC are the characters that you play in uh, Extraction. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, there's the true ending where no one dies. Okay, so yeah. Before you told me Ignition. That's what I said. It, yeah, no, uh, it's from Extraction, not Ignition. That's what I said. No, no, you said Ignition. You guys should fight. <laughs> You're Ignition. You're igniting. I am igniting. (laughs) Burst. (laughs) All right, moving on. Doing anything else? Uh, Yeah, actually, throwing uh, something there. I've been playing uh, Plants vs. Zombies uh, for the DS. Um, Addicting little fucker. Yeah. A lot of fun. You you realize that game's been out for a long time, right? Not on the DS, no. To the guy that was playing Oblivion last week. Hey man, I still play fucking Icewind Dale, Baldur's Gate 2, Baldur's Gate 1, Neverwinter Nights, Chrono Trigger. I don't understand. <laughs> Alright, so uh... I play old school video games, okay? Plants vs. Zombies. Yeah, like I say, it's a lot of fun. It's uh, really... A really addicting little uh, multiplayer game. PopCap certainly knew what they were doing when they made this. Um, and throwing it on the DS just seems like a perfect fit for it. I mean, it's, it has full touch screen controls, as you would expect. 
Um, and it really, really uh, benefits from that. I haven't played it on the uh, Xbox yet, so I don't really know how how it fa- like how they did on the Xbox, even though I do have it and had it for some time now. But uh, a lot of fun, a lot of fun. I would definitely, if you're looking for something cheap to play, I mean, it is more expensive than uh, your your uh, average DS or sorry, uh, like a uh, game on the. Uh, Oh, bloody hell, I can barely think tonight. Like um, DLC game? Yeah, it's more expensive than your DLC game, or even the version that was put out for the iPad and the, the PC. And the, well, because uh, it was originally put out for PC. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it, it's definitely more expensive there. It's 20 bucks, but I mean, as far as uh, as games go, uh, for, like, for cost-wise <clears throat> on the DS, that is a fairly good deal. And it is a lot of fun. All right, all right. I heard uh, that the uh, soundtrack is pretty amazing. The song is rather addictive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a very good little song. Uh, it plays at the end of the game um, uh, when the credits roll. So, I mean, you, you have to wait until then to actually hear it. But mm. it's not a long game. I've actually already finished it. Uh, it's five sta- five areas uh, with ten stages each in each, um, and they're fairly quick to pass through each of them, but afterwards there's a lot of like little puzzles and uh, mini-games that you can uh, do as well. I don't know if those came into play on the original <clears throat> iteration of the game, but either way, it's a lot of fun, and I would definitely recommend it to anyone who's got some time to kill and uh, a DS with only 20 and only costs $20. All right, all right. All right. As for myself... Uh Fortunately, pretty busy this week with school and work and uh, going to the keg. So, <laughs> pretty much, I played. I played a couple hours of DC Online. Um, probably going to be starting a villain character and getting into the PvP stuff sometime this weekend if I've got the time. That's pretty much all I've been playing. Um, played a bit of uh, Rocket Bunnies on my phone. I don't think that really counts. And uh, Glow Hockey as well, which is pretty much uh, air hockey. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah, really haven't had that much time to play games this week, but uh, hopefully next week I'll have something for you guys. I'm um, disappointed in you, Steven. Yeah, that's what your mom always says to you, don't you? Shouldn't she? So you just got to say it to me now. Why are you no, be like that? I, I, I'm, man, I'm... <laughs> I'd have been one that would have been a disappointment. It would have been my brother, actually. Why are you going to be like that? I'm sure your brother tries. Yeah, but he fails. That's <laughs> all, all that matters is you try, you know. No, no. What shoot, matters? Shoot, shoot for the stars. You shoot for the shoot for the moon. You mission land among the stars. Yeah, and explode due to the vacuum of space. Stars are pretty cool. Well, well why are we talking about physics now? Come on. And actually, yeah, back to my space <laughs> thing. One kind of rant is that the hacker rig that you get, like the, the it's basically just like a leather jacket and pants with like the the hollow you know like the the little hollow device that mounts on the guy's chest and the helmet isn't even like a full face covering it's like an army of two mask except dead space style and it straps over him like when he goes into space he should explode you know everything should start oozing out of his orifices all of well, them well this is a game that apparently doesn't follow physics so why should it follow uh Plasma, cutter. Plasma cutters don't work that way, Ariel. I'm pretty sure, you know... Hey, based on the current <laughs> knowledge of physics that we have, yes, they don't work. But hey, maybe in, you know, three, four hundred, five hundred years, whenever the hell this game's supposed to take place, maybe they'll have figured it out. You ever think of that? No. Prick? 
No, I really don't. So you're saying that, 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 today, that the knowledge of physics that we have as of today is the be-all, end-all when it comes to physics? Of course not. That, that's just stupid. Okay. That's just silly. But, Why you got to think like that? That was the rationale that you just gave, essentially, by saying that there, it's physically impossible that, you know, that the, what we know on the subject as of today is all that there will ever be. Okay, straight up. Okay. Plasma cutters, how they work. I'm gonna show, I can tell you how they work. Pretty much they shoot a gas. And they use it to cut things. No. <laughs> usually, they, what happens, usually they take a gas. Sometimes it's air. Sometimes it's something else like a nitrogen. And they shoot it at a high speed out of a nozzle. And they cause an arc of electricity, which heats up the air, turns it into plasma. Plasma cutters would not work in space, especially since uh, he doesn't have any type of gas source on that suit. Yeah, maybe you know the suit is like self-contained. He just ate like a big roll of beans or something like that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure methane doesn't work. <laughs> well, you never know in this uh, crazy world of you know the physics magically work. Um, maybe, 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 maybe. Yeah, man. That, I mean, look at that. They can they crack planets. Magic. They can literally crack entire planets. You're a planet. Your mom's a planet. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. That's just immature, guys. <laughs> My mom's a saint. Anyways, moving on. New releases for the week of January 28th, 2011. What we've got uh, here is Rockman Country Track Pack Volume 1 for the Nintendo Wii, PlayStation 3, and Xbox 360. Uh, looks like it costs you about 30 bucks. That comes out on February 1st. Um, Pretty much the only other game coming out this next week would be The Sims 3 Outdoor Living by Electronic Arts for the PC and Mac OS. Uh, 20 bucks, and you can go live outdoors. Oh, you're forgetting one. Sims. You're forgetting yeah, one. And apparently the uh, Two Worlds 2 Royal Edition comes out, but I'm not finding that anywhere here. You're forgetting another one, though. It's even bigger. And, uh... No, I'm not. Not according oh, yes, to, uh, you are. Not according to Amazon. Well, yeah, it's under- understandable why Amazon wouldn't have it. I mean, I mean it's just, you know, Van They're Damme, Amazonian. Kevin Van Dam fishing. That sounds amazing. I know. I mean, that's it, like, you know, that's got to be like kung fu fishing, I'm thinking. Is, uh, is Kevin any relation to Jean-Claude? You know it. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> why you got to do that, man? Because to wait, that's how I roll. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Bionic, plasma cutters. Bionic that. Commando Rearm 2 and Kevin Van Dam Fishing is also coming out. What are these, like PSN or what? Is this actual, these yeah, are actual PS3. games? Yeah, it's an actual PS3 game. I uh, found it on uh, EB uh, listing the other night. Yeah, let's see here. Developer Zoo Games competing to tournaments with expert advice from KVD himself. As you angle for, for large mouse, smallmouth, and spotted bass. Be careful, though. These fish are ready for a fight, so choose your lure wiser. You can end up empty sea bass and a wounded pride. Master I, your approach, and you'll be giving KVD a run for his money. Oh, bass? Is, is it sea bass? It's a large mouse, smallmouth, and spotted. Oh. Are, are, are they intempered? I, I don't know. Why, obviously, why, you're why not you getting that like joke. That? Why are you gotta uh, be like that? Obviously, I'm not. Come on, from the original Austin Powers movie with the mutated 
sea bass. And the doctor was like, are they intempered? And number two's like, oh, absolutely. He's like, oh, well, that's a start. Okay, okay. I actually do remember that now. <laughs> sea bass. They are mutated sea bass. Right. Moving on. <laughs> video game news. First one here. I've actually got a video I'm going to play and you guys can listen to and I'll send you over the link here. Uh, type here. Paste. You guys now have a link and I'm going to play. And let's see. Uh, let's see if you guys figure out what this is. <laughs> well, if the link is anything, it's an Angry Birds movie tie-in. Yes. Right? Let's listen. Let's listen. Fuck listening. <laughs> Birds Rio. Angry Birds Rio movie tie-in game reveals coming in March. Next Angry Birds game isn't based on a holiday. It's, uh, it's not a true sequel either. Instead, it's a licensed game based on 20th Century Fox upcoming animated film Rio. This plays bizarre partnership makes some sense once you find out the movie is actually about. A group of kidnapped birds join together in an attempt to escape, stop to create their captors once and for all. But we wonder, will Angry Birds Rio feature pigs? And will the birds be just as suicidal as before? Rio hits theaters April 15th, but the game will be available in app stores worldwide in March. Angry Birds, what are Angry Birds? They're birds that are angry, apparently. <laughs> you know I don't give a shit? Like, seriously. <laughs> well, that's, that's why we ask you, is because we care. We care. But I don't. <laughs> but we do. See, we and your opinion you. means what to me? Well, we all know what your opinion, my opinion means to you. Got uh, one more link there to send you guys. Apparently, there's an Angry Birds slingshot. What? It's a seven-second YouTube clip of a guy with a Angry Birds branded slingshot. And he slingshots. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good Next stuff. story. <laughs> Moving on. All right, this one is from Kotaku.com. It's titled "The Pope Would Like You to Be Yourself Online." Pope Benedict the what is 16th. that sixteenth warned against excessive exposure to the virtual world in a statement released by the Vatican today, and he advises people to avoid giving in to the illusion of constructing an artificial public persona of oneself. 
the 83-year-old Pope didn't name his favorite social networks, but the head of Catholic Church may as well have been talking about Facebook, MySpace, or even Steam and Xbox Live while delivering a new address entitled Truth, Proclamation, and Authenticity of Life in the Digital Age. Be yourself online, the Pope says, and don't worry about being popular, which I guess means this context with Catholics, don't worry about how many Facebook fan, Twitter followers, or Steam buddies you have. The Pope seems happy about the opportunities for learning and interaction online, but he is against the exact kind of false online personas that might be responsible for otherwise nice people becoming monstrous jerks online. He's zeroing in on what he laments, the typical, the limits typical of digital communication, the one-sidedness of the interaction, the tendency of communicating only some parts of one's interior world, the risk of constructing a false image of oneself, which can become a form of self-indulgence. What do you think about the Pope? Be yourself. Well, that's definitely one way to put it, I suppose, eh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not really sure what to say, what to make what to make of that. To be honest with you, Pope's telling you to be yourself. Yeah, that's he's the Pope. What are you going to do? Well, I can tell you what you can do. Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. I just find it interesting that the the Pope is telling us to be ourselves. You know, well, I think don't it's all, don't, think don't it's, troll. Don't you know? Make up your own <laughs> persona. Yeah. I, I think it's uh, partly because of that, and also uh, in relation to the what uh, what's the word for it, um, like all the fanatics out there pushing their beliefs on everyone else out in the world. Like you know the you get those people that are out there screaming about how they know everything, and it's the oh, perfect yeah. way to go. Yeah, I hear you. Oh, yeah. Why can't we all just get along? Well, if we're all ourselves, we might be able to. So be yourself. (laughs) Next story. This one's from GameIndustries.biz. Facebook credits become mandatory currency. Facebook has confirmed it will be completing the introduction of its Facebook credit system, with the virtual cash becoming the single buy-in point to convert real-world money into credits to spend on the social network. Once Facebook credits are bought, they'll be able to be turned into title-specific funds, such as City Cash for Zynga Cityville, where they can be used to buy in-game items and bonuses. The long-term plan appears to be appears ah, appears to be to encourage the official currency as the only one, enabling players to keep funds transferable between titles. A move which Facebook argues is good for users, but is likely to anger some developers. Pretty much, yeah. Facebook here, you can go buy Facebook money now. Yeah, have you heard? Apparently, Facebook is valued at fifty billion dollars. What yep. a crock of shit! Yep, I like, can see it. I yeah. no, I have trouble v- accepting that that Google is valued at almost two hundred billion. I just, I, it's horribly overpriced. Why? Nah. Why do you think Google's not worth that much? I mean, because their only revenue is from advertisements. Nobody makes two hundred billion dollars on fucking advertisements. I do. Um, my phone pretty much run by Google. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Android's great. a Google product. I mean, yeah. wasn't Google the the one that uh, first came up with the idea of mixing the uh, what was it um, the way that everything is processed uh, on the ads? Like when you go and search anything, it'll bring up ads that are relevant to what you're yeah, searching for. Uh, yeah, I think they're one of the first to do that. Uh, yeah, like search-based ads. Yeah, no, I get that, but still, 
$200 billion. They also own YouTube. <laughs> and YouTube makes no money. YouTube loses money. They still own YouTube. Okay, so it's... Okay, so you have YouTube, which has billions of visitors every single hour. Okay, but it's no money. No, you're, You're missing the point here. YouTube has not turned a profit. Well, I'm sure they do. No, actually, they haven't. Advertising. I, I, that's Google advertising, not necessarily YouTube advertising. Man, I just read an entire full spread on it in The Economist today. I'm just saying. Well, aren't we Mr. High and Mighty? Yes, I fucking am. I'm well read. But moving on. With many books, the smell of mahogany. Yes, no, it's leather-bound <laughs> books, and my library smells of rich mahogany. Do you not recognize that quote? No. Yeah, that was the one you used last week. That was last week. It's from fucking Anchorman. Hey, whatever floats your boat. <laughs> also, on the whole fact that Google also has millions of programmers working for them, building these uh, search engines that other companies use, stuff like that, too. Yeah, I... It, it's, it's not like, okay, we're just going to be a search engine. Give us billions of dollars. They, they, there's something behind it. Yeah, no, no, I understand it. that there's value in what Google does. And yeah, and, you know, and Google does turn a profit. But $200 billion is excessive. How is it excessive? I don't, I don't, I don't understand why. It's why $200 is billion. Dollars. So if I gave you $200 billion, you'd say that's excessive? No, no, no. no I wouldn't say. I just said that their valuation <laughs> is, is excessive. I think that they're overvalued. That's all I'm saying. Do you think they don't provide a good product? Okay, I'm just going to not. Well, no, like, not. no, like seriously, I, like, I don't see how you don't think Google's worth that much. Yeah, and honestly, yeah. I mean, I find that kind of surprising myself, too, because of the, just how much money they are able to put out there. Uh, they do have such a successful product. And okay, how, yeah, no, well put. It's, it's $200 billion, so you're saying that they are making billions, literally billions of profiting billions of dollars every single year? I could see it. I could see it. Have, you know, they sh- Go online and you know check their um, you know they sh- they should the the Google website like the whole corporate homepage. They should have you know like a listing of their their uh, if they're publicly traded. They'll have a list of you know their profit. Go check it out. See if they're raking in billions of dollars profit every year. Let's take a look here. Corporate information. Uh, no, I know their stocks like three hundred bucks a piece or something like that. Yeah, and I'm saying and the, the, I'm. Like the stock, it, it, people, it's speculative. It's overpriced based on speculative. That okay? <laughs> this this isn't going anywhere. So let's just move on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's probably Actually, best. Uh, it's worth six hundred ninety nine, six hundred dollars and ninety nine cents at current. That's their current share price. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Volume traded was. Uh, they don't have volume traded on their website here. Uh, I'd have to go to like Global Mail or something, but yes, yeah, it's six hundred dollars per share, and there's like millions of these shares out there. But anyways, I, I digress. I digress. Yes, you better fucking digress. Got one more news story for you guys here. Uh, it's about uh, pre-orders. Actually, this one's from Event Hubs. Special edition Marvel's Capcom Three pre-orders selling out. The special edition of Marvel vs. Capcom 3 is getting harder to pre-order by the day, and even the regular edition of the game is getting bought up at a solid pace. The Capcom store is still taking pre-orders on both versions of the game, though. If you want to get in this offer, it's a good place to hit. 
Christian Sevenson, Lester's comment on how things are looking at various websites right now. GameStop has turned off their pre-orders last week for the special edition, having reached an allocated limit. And Amazon for the 360 turned off there just today for the same reason. In a couple days, I suspect the PlayStation 3 Standard Edition pre-orders will be turning off at Amazon as well. So, pre-order your games. People want Meh. this thing. It's Marvel vs. Capcom, whatever. Yeah, whatever? Uh, really? Yeah. Yeah, it's you Marvel vs. Capcom. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. I'm really? saying whatever to Marvel vs. Capcom. Marvel vs. Capcom 2 just had a had a one one game, actually, or 15 games. First to 15, where it's $15,000. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's a lot of money. A lot of money to play Marvel vs. Capcom. It's a fighting game. I don't really care. I don't really care about you. Well, feelings <laughs> mutual. <laughs> All right. I don't really care that you don't care about me. So moving on, this is actually just tying up our topic this week of uh, portable gaming. Uh, let's see here. New gen- next generation portable by Sony was announced on Monday night, I believe it was, or Sunday morning, or Sunday night, Monday morning. No, 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 no. It was that just came out uh, uh, Thursday night. Was it Thursday? Yeah, uh, oh, no. yeah, because it uh, was the. Um, let's see. Not, I know it's very, very late. Yesterday. It's very oh, late at night. That's all. Thursday, I sorry, Thursday afternoon, three p.m. Japan time, which was eleven o'clock um, Mountain Standard Time here. Ah, there you go. Um, so yeah, that's when it was an, uh, officially announced. Yep. So Sony's next generation portable. Uh, let's see here. Five inch OLED touchscreen, quad core CPU, 3G radio, dual analog sticks. Um, native resolution of 960 by 544, which is pretty much double the PSP's resolution. Gyroscopic sensor and accelerometer, pretty much you have a six axis built in there. Uh, front and rear facing cameras and microphones. No UMD drive, looks like it's going to be purely digital. Uh, 3G connectivity, uh, looking pretty good. But didn't they just, like, axe the PSP Go? Well, the thing with the PSP Go is they already established uh, an actual media for PSP, and then suddenly they ditch it mid midway through. Yeah, I... Yeah, they also sense. got... Yeah, it's just, you know, that's just a bad choice for them, segregating a, a market. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, what do you guys think of this thing? I'm stoked for it, personally. I yeah. think it's uh, really cool. Looking forward to it uh, a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to sell for that. Oh, that's a hard one to say. Yeah, I'm saying minimum, like minimum. I'm saying 400. Yeah, I'm saying minimum 399 as well. I'm hoping it's going to be. I'm pricey. hoping that they've learned their lesson from uh, previous, like from the the the. Original one. I'm thinking three two ninety nine is what I'm calling it at. Just just looking at the hardware inside this thing, there's no way they're going to put it over two ninety nine. Well, true. I mean, it is you know packed with uh, hardware, and I mean, it's the uh, the dual touch screen, the dual dual cameras, uh, accelerometers, tilts. Um, what else does it have in it? Uh, I'm not sure of like the RAM or that. The processing power is in extreme, comparable to that of a yeah. PS3. It's an ARM Cortex quad core. This thing's, yeah. pretty, this thing's pretty beefed. Yeah, to say the least. So it, it's really, you know, got some real uh, staying power behind it. And apparently with uh, the games as well, as where I'm thinking, you know, apparently what they were saying, some developers, I read this on uh, IGN, I believe it was, uh, that some of the developers have said 
that they were able to port the games over, like Little Big Planet, which they showed off, uh, Resistance, Uncharted. They were able to port those over from the PS3 to the the uh, the new handheld NGP uh, NGP within a week. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, it's from what it sounds like, and, and with also uh, KG or not KG Inifuni, um uh, was it uh, Metal Gear Solid? Oh, yeah. Hideo Kojima. Yeah, Hideo Kojima saying that uh, he wants it to. He sees it as you know people playing on the on the PS3 and then transferring it over to the NGP and then continuing on while they're out and about. Um, it, that I'm also seeing too that there's going to be possibly different SKUs because. Yeah. You have um, in Japan, they're actually been announced with their 3G uh, wireless and Bluetooth and all that. They've announced that uh, with they are teaming, I think it was uh, with Docomo. Uh, NTT. Sorry. Is it NTT? Well, NTT Docomo. That's okay. Yeah. yeah Docomo so is the mobile brand of Nippon Telegraph and Telecom or whatever NTT has them for. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that by going like that, that could be you know, one way. That you either have to buy into a contract and therefore it's subsidized that way, or it could be uh, in the way that the Kindle Amazon subsidizes the Kindle for free uh, wireless anywhere because uh, the Kindle has 3G connectivity anywhere, but it's subsidized in it. So I mean, it's really kind of it'll be interesting to see where they price it. I'm thinking it's going to be at about the $300 price mark. I. For North America, that seems way too low, considering our yeah. our wireless in North America sucks. It's most expensive in the world. Yeah, Not true, true. It, it's here. It's probably going to be the four bills. So I mean, they may lower the price at yeah, they, some. Yeah, point. they may they may lower the price and just try to sell the software and try to make all the money off that. But I don't I don't think they can do it. Yeah, when they fir- when it first comes out, it's going to be like four bills minimum. You know, maybe some places will have deals where you get like you know three seventy five, three fifty at the lowest, but you'd have to sign like you know like a subsidize it with a contract or some shit like that. I, I just yeah. mm-hmm. the market here, I can't see any you know, anyone doing it. I yeah, just, yeah. Well, like well, considering that most phones, like most smartphones with lesser hardware in it, are coming in at five hundred dollars. I don't see there's any way that this thing could be even close to freaking uh, four hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, it's, it'll be interesting where they, where Sony pegs it because you know you have like some people say that they're bringing it out to compete with Apple and uh, fight against the iPad and the the smartphones and all the games there. And I, I would strongly disagree in that regard because the games that you find more on like the iPad, the smartphones and all that are really just really simplistic in their complexity, in their storyline. The fucking Facebook games is basically what they are. Yeah. Okay. Did we lose someone there? So, and we're back, so I'll just do a little creative editing there. Um, So, our good friend, J.D., Viardo has finally joined us. I'm here. Yeah, it's Viadro, you stupid tool. Pretty sure it's Viardo. No, no, no. Trust me. I know this. It's Viadro. How do I say your last name, JD? It's Viardo. Like I said, Viadro. Anyways, we were, uh, we were just in the middle of talking about the next generation portable. Feelings? How much do you think this thing's going to cost? 
Who, me? Yep. Yeah, you, JD. Oh. Uh, I don't know. It's it's tough to say. I mean, if they were smart, they'd, pri- they'd, they'd keep the price down just so it's competitive with the 3DS at least, but... I don't know. I'm thinking it's gonna it's gonna be like 199. <laughs> really? Be, yeah, I think 199. They're gonna be like, yeah, this thing's a powerful unit. If you if you really want it, I think we'll keep it we'll keep it a, at a high price. However, at the same time, it's just like the PSP Go, where it's it's there's no UMD drive, so that's probably gonna be a turnoff. So at the same time, they could drop drop it a little bit lower than that. Really, one ninety nine. That seems preposterous. That, that does seem preposterous, considering what's invo- you know what's included in it and how powerful it is. Well, I don't know how much is the the DSi XL though. Like well, right it's, now. you got to look at. I don't know what the hell happened there, but I dropped out somehow. Apparently, yeah, my call went on pause, and I couldn't mine, get it back. Yeah, yeah mine too. Okay, well, we're we're back. Okay. Um, but I, I think the 199, I have to agree, is absolutely ridiculous. Um, because if you look at the 3 3DS or 3DI XL, I mean that's old old generation technology now. Uh, even look at the 3DS. Um, it's going coming look in at, at the DS. <laughs> well, you can't look at the DS. Because well, like the, the DS, the, the DS itself. I think Nintendo actually makes money off the DS hardware. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like yeah, so so if they're price if they're pricing the DSi XL at a high price, like uh, I think it's one sixty right now. Yeah, what, like what's that, to say so. that PSP or the Sony won't say, okay, well this system is so much better than the other system, why wouldn't I make it cost an extra thirty bucks? Well, because you're looking thirty. You're looking at um, it, it's going up against the DS uh, 3DS, which is going to be at two fifty. And it's going to support 3D and me. Oh, I, I see what you guys are saying. You're, you're yeah. saying I'm pricing it too low. Oh, oh hell yeah. Way too low. Way too way low. Too low. Like yeah, Steve we, and I, honestly, we're predicting four bills easily. Yeah, I'm serious? going in a, Yeah, I'm saying 300. Wow. I don't know. I don't think. Uh. Yeah, just, 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 looking, just looking at the hardware, ain't it? Yeah, I don't see there's any the way. There's no way that Sony could make any money selling it. But again, like like I said, it's 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 pretty much a powerful three or uh, a powerful PSP Go. Basically, no UMD drive. You have to download everything. Uh, yeah, no, you're wrong there. You're wrong. Actually, there is a uh, proprietary cards, flash yeah, card. Uh, so there, it is. Uh, yeah, it'll be, it'll be the Memory Stick Duo. Nope, no, it isn't. No, they're gonna be SD. Sony's been moving to SD. Yeah, it, it's actually a proprietary one. It's a uh, SD, similar to SD, but uh, you know, well, me- memories. Sony has so its memory what's the stick difference pro between duo. the PSP Go's me- memory card duo and an SD card size, like the actual physical size of the card. It's uh, actually it's, entirely it's entirely different though. It's not the memory stick pro duo. It's something new, something brand oh, something new. new? Oh, okay. Yeah, they're like totally brand yeah. new. But what I'm saying is basically being recorded on, on, on memory instead of having like UMDs, like physical UMDs, mm-hmm. you're actually digitally um, recording it onto like a card, which oh, was so you're looking like, at, like, with like DS cards pretty much then. Sorry? Like DS game cards. It's like that then. It's not like a, like a disc or anything. Oh, I understand. Wow. Am I misinformed? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like the, with everything that's coming packed into it, I mean, they basically promoting it as a PS3 in your pocket. Pretty uh, much. I mean, the, the graphics on it from everything that I've seen from the trailers and everything are just as po- as good-looking on day one PS3 as uh, 
as the, like, they can be. They, they look absolutely amazing. Um, I think what the with the, especially with the like the Wi-Fi, like the near me, um, or was it live, near live, live me or something like that, where it sh- will show you it everyone in the area who also has it, the NGP and is actually playing, and it'll allow you to see what they're playing, and uh, you'll be able to access an in-game like the the online store right through the, that menu, and then purchase the game so you can join them right off the bat. I mean, I could see it definitely being at least three hundred. I'm say, I'm saying three hundred because I I think Sony will take a hit on it because uh, that what they're yeah going they, to do, they'll have to take some sort of hit on it. Yeah, they're going to take a hit on it, and they'll be able to uh, make their money with, through the games. Because I mean, right now the the lineup that they've announced with uh, an Uncharted game, a Resistance, a um, Little Big Planet, Monster Hunter, a Metal Gear Solid. You know, these are you know top-of-the-line grade-A titles that are coming out for a, new, a brand new system, I think that they're definitely going to be attracting a lot of people there. And if they hit the 300 mark, I th- can see it's flying off the shelves. I think that if they go 400, it will be a bit more difficult. And Four, I be... at, at 400, they, they will sit on the shelf. No one's going to buy it for 400. Yeah. And I could also see there being multiple SKUs. I could see it being like, you know, with the the iPad is, and the iPod for that matter, uh, the iPod Touch, where you can get it as, you know, through a plan where you have, um, kind of, you have, <clears throat> pardon me, through a plan where you have the online internet all the time. Hello? Yeah, yeah sorry I'm, about that. Okay. Um, and, or you could uh, see it as, like with it is, uh, like my iPod that I have, I don't, it's, I have the wireless and the connectivity, but I don't have the, like, constant connectivity. I just have the Wi-Fi. I could totally see that as well uh, being coming in cheaper. Because if you think, in, uh, I was listening to one of the IGN uh, podcasts, and they were mentioning that with the 3G, in at least in North America, there's no way that uh, it would be able to support multiplayer gaming and online streaming constantly. It's just not robust enough. Yeah. And it would need to be 4G, so I could totally see uh, multiple SKUs of it coming out. Yeah, considering that Canada doesn't even have a proper 4G setup yet, even the closest <laughs> yeah. we have is HSPA, and you're still not looking at the same 4G speeds that like the US even gets. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I do agree with that. So I mean, I uh, I think that 3.99 is is uh, very plausible because I see that uh, the what they'll do is they'll take a hit on it. You'll be able to get into the market. It'll be priced just above the 3DS, but I mean, I think what they're going to be playing it as is, okay, 3DS, it's basically a DS with uh, 3D capabilities and some nicer graphics. The uh, NGP will, I think the market will be looking at is the hardcore gamer that, and the that is looking for a real gaming system rather than... Exactly, a real portable gaming piece. system. Yeah. Yeah. But well, that's, hope, that's my yeah. theory. Hopefully, one thing I'm worried about is actually going to be the battery life on this thing, too. Like, my, <laughs> like the, currently, the PSP runs probably like three hours straight playing games. And this thing, like, just looking at the specs on it, five-inch touchscreen, built-in GPS, uh, 3G connectivity, all that kind of stuff. This thing, the battery thing's got to be freaking huge or it's going to be like three hours again. Well, apparently they said they're going for the same uh, battery life as the, the PSP 3000. I, mean, I find with my PSP 3000, I'm not sure about you, I know with the 
when I play it, I'm able to get about five to six hours out of it with, uh, you know, Wi-Fi turned off, brightness at medium settings, volume on, mid midway level. I'm about to get about five to six hours of uh, playtime out of it, which is not too bad. A little light, if you ask me. Yeah. I mean, uh, the Considering the DS will run to like 12 hours. Well, yeah, but that, that's also another thing to take into effect, uh, account there is with the, the 3DS, um, yeah, the maximum you're going to get out of it, they've said, is five hours. Yeah. Maximum. And that's with the 3D turned off, the brightness down to the lowest, volume shut off, five hours. And that I just see as almost ridiculous. Apparently, if you turn the 3D on on the 3DS, it cuts battery life by 25%. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that is absolute. I, I almost look at that as um, a deal breaker right there. Well, for me, the deal breaker is the fact that it's fucking Nintendo DS, really, you know. But that's just me. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, you, you're a Nintendo hater, though. Not always. I loved Nintendo in the old days. They just really started to suck, like hardcore. Oh, yeah, oh, I do agree. I mean, they 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 brought back their they got back on top of the the the, the sales the console sales war, but at the cost of the, their loyal following. Yeah, at the cost of making actual good games, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just rehashing everything you said. Yeah, uh, on the topic of, of games with the 3DS, I, I found it really quite surprising that two of the the big games uh, that would probably be system sellers um, are not in the launch window. Uh, the the Kid Icarus Kid and Icarus, yeah. um, Zelda, um, like the Legend of Zelda, the Ocarina of Time. The yeah, that, that that, that's going to hurt their day one sales for sure. I don't know. Yeah, but eventually the, those sales will catch up when those games come out, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it will definitely make up, but I think at the same time, if you're looking at the, the PS, uh, the, or sorry, the NGP and the DS, let's say they come out at the same time, especially with uh, the NGP uh, having announced that there's actually a Call of Duty that's being made for it as well. Yeah. I mean, that's good. If they are able to get even half the games they've announced uh, on, day, on the launch, they could be looking at huge day one sales. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. All right. Anyone been uh, keeping up on the Xperia Play? It's only a uh, PSP phone, I guess. I've heard a little bit about it, not too much. What about you guys? Uh, no, no. Actually. I'll just give you a quick rundown here. So uh, I don't think it's actually been officially announced. It's been leaked a ton, though. Um, well, on it, that actually, that you know, which was surprising, they didn't uh, announce it at their conference. Was that they announced uh, the PlayStation um, Android oh, App Store? They're doing that. Yeah, the, yeah, it's PlayStation Portal, PlayStation Portable. No, again, exactly. Oh, PlayStation Suite. Yeah, that's, that's it, what it that's is. It. Yeah, that the, it'll be like the you know basically the PlayStation One on uh, Android compatible devices. So I'm really surprised they didn't announce it there. Yeah, uh, apparently you'll have there's to. Have a, a, there's a cell phone conference coming up. Actually, I'm assuming they're going to actually do the announcing that at the Mobile World Congress next month. Yeah, I would. I would hope so. On that. So, like, uh, pretty much, Xperia Play has been leaked a bunch. Uh, what information we do have is going to be packing a Qualcomm Snapdragon one gigahertz processor, which is uh, pretty much the same processor as in your like Galaxy S phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty solid GPU chip, uh, five twelve megs of RAM. Um, pretty much all in, packed into the Xperia X10 type of uh, phone. There running, I think it's actually running Android. Not hundred percent sure on that though. Yeah, that's okay. what I've heard too. Yeah, that's running. Yeah, Android. the 
Yeah, no, I was actually looking into getting a, a Sony Ericsson iNo because it has remote play, so I can you know remotely access everything on my PS3 through my phone. But yeah, you can't get them here. You have to like custom order them, and it's it's. I heard some not great things about the OS. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, apparently, uh, uh, apparently uh, Engadget. Uh, there was a story up on there. Apparently, through uh, their contacts in China, they managed to get a uh, someone who works like on the assembly line pulled one off of the the assembly line. And Engadget bought it off them, so they got uh, their hands on an official PSP phone. Yeah, or whatever it's well, going to be called, the Xperia yeah. or whoever knows. Xperia Play, probably whatever. Uh, the thing I worry about is. Uh, Pretty much all all manufacturers of phones are notorious for pretty much sticking over their u their own UI over the Android base system, mm-hmm. which ends up hampering your your uh, your actual speed by a lot. Um, that's what I'm actually worried about for this thing. It's going to come out with Gingerbread 2.3 2.3 on launch apparently, but they're also probably going to put their own skin over it, like Timescape and all that crap too. Just just going to end up hampering the phone even further. Um, that's what I'm really worried about. And also, like, what are they actually going to put on this thing? Are they obviously they can't put a UMD drive, or they didn't they didn't put a UMD drive on it? Uh, what games are they actually putting on this thing? That's where the PlayStation Suite comes into play. Yeah, it's probably just going to be like minis and stuff like that designed for that. But you know, well, it's actually uh, there's a bunch of uh, PlayStation games they've announced already for for the PlayStation Suite, which is also going to be compatible on the NGP as well. Okay, um, and it's like. Uh, I only can remember a couple of the titles off the top of my head. It was uh, Cool Borders 2 and Wild Arms uh, were announced for it. And there's a few others as well. Uh, notable PlayStation 1 games, but uh, pretty decent all the same. Yeah. Anyone yeah. Uh, thinking they might pick one of these things up? Maybe. I've been looking for a new phone, so yeah, I may... Actually, yeah, I just yeah. posted. I, I actually just posted a link for it on, on Joystick. It says, Sony wants NGP hardware to be profitable and affordable. That's that's it's gonna have to be in that three hundred dollar price point then. Well, no, it says here it's like as a firm number, Gameformer was the only able, uh, it's a big wigs, blah blah blah. Okay, Sony Computer Entertainment president of Worldwide Studio Shu Yoshida laughed and replied, "It's not going to be five ninety nine. We're glad events unfolded in that order." Had he said it's not going to be five hundred ninety nine dollars, then laughed, we have, we would have started to really get nervous. <laughs> Yeah, five ninety nine. No one's buying that thing. Like probably, like we've said, two ninety nine is probably going to be the sweet spot where they'll get a decent amount of sales out of it. Man, I'm still thinking like between three to four. Yeah, you somewhere. Know? Yeah. Well, you know, I, you know, I'm going to go on record right now. I'm going to say it's three hundred dollars. Okay, three hundred dollars or less, and I'm putting down uh, money where my mouth is. Ten dollars. Who, who, ten. Taking some of that action. I'm saying it'll be between three fifty and four. So you're saying higher than three. Yeah, I'll go through a pool, hey? Okay. Are you guys in? I'm going to say 300. I mean, because, I mean, we and Ian already got money down on uh, whether or not um, Nintendo's going to announce a new console. No, I'm saying it's higher than four. You're going to say it's going to be higher than four? Yeah, I I mean, I don't know. I've seen most of the phones at at work, and, uh, yeah, it's going to be higher than four. Yeah. Yeah, because most of the phones, like, my, my Galaxy is over 4. Oh, no, uh, um, that, I, I think they're talking the, the next-gen portable. Oh, okay. PSP2. Yeah, next-gen portable, not the... Yeah, not, not the... The, 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 the Xperia, Xperia okay. Play is going to probably be 499 no contract. 499 no contract for yeah. Xperia Play, I'm guessing. But uh, for, the, for the Neo Geo, or not that. 
next <laughs> next generation I've seen all of Sony's systems come out with a high price, and all of a sudden, within months, it drops to a lower price. So, no dice. I'm not in. No, we're ta- we're, it's like launch price. Do you have a, uh, What do you yeah, think it's going to be at launch? I have no idea. It's always inflated. I'm not, I'm not even good to guess. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm going to say 300. Uh, Errol's going 350 to 400. Three, yeah, 350 to 4. Okay, so, yeah, you getting any on any of this, uh, Steve? I'm going to say it's three ninety nine. I'm not putting any money down on this. So. Okay, okay. So, uh, Errol, uh, you got three fifty and above. I'll take three fifty and below. Damn right. Okay. All right. Price is right rules. Pretty much that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Price is right rules. Dollar. One dollar. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you might actually lose that one, JD. Two dollars. <laughs> Am I playing the game right? <laughs> can I do? Can I do like four hundred one? <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, how do you, you think this is going to do pretty well against the uh, 3DS? Oh yeah, uh, next gen portable. What do you think yeah. of the the, car, the the prices? Like, what do you think the game prices will be? Probably, probably the fifty, fifty, sixty here in Canada. Probably forty, fifty in the US. Yeah, I, that's what that's what they've announced. The 3DS uh, prices are going to be yeah, which is ex- which is expensive for a portable system. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, like fifty bucks, and you're not really getting that much graphic push out of it either, right? Because it's pretty much just a souped-up DS. They, if they keep, if uh, they keep the same prices as the 3DS games, they'll destroy it. Uh, I guarantee. Just because I don't know the, the quality on the on on the on Sony system is a whole lot better, in my opinion. Well, I think one thing that uh, Nintendo really has going against it in relation to the and the 3DS is that the fact that the the 3D effect can be turned off. Um, what this means is that developers, in my, my opinion, obviously, uh, is developers won't be able to uh, will have to program the games to be able to be played just in solely 2D. Yeah, right. It has to be both. So I mean, like, so it can cater to the people that don't want or can't see the 3D or don't don't use it. I mean, think I think that's going to be a real think, um, think the 3D version of Clash of the Titans. It's kind of like yeah, it's an afterthought. Yeah, it's going to be something that won't be really well put in there. And I, I really, you know, it, it looks really nice, but I think that uh, the lineup is not like the the launch lineup that they've announced doesn't interest me at all for the 3DS. I think that you know it's. Uh, the price is reasonable, I think, for a brand new uh, system with bigger screens, more uh, more power, better graphics. But the the games, the prices on the games are a bit too high, and none of the games that they've announced so far interest me at all. Yeah, me neither. Um, yeah, not not even the Street Fighter. Not really. It's it's pretty much it's going to be old news. It's not going to be uh, tournament or not uh, arcade edition or anything like that. Uh, no new characters, nothing really. Um, and then well, with yeah, the whole yeah. uh, easy mode, it pretty much breaks the game where you can do 720s without actually putting in an in- input even. Oh, I know. I saw that and I was like, uh, that really caught me off guard. Did you hear about this, JD? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, just touching it on the touchpad below to do the move. I mean, they're doing the same thing uh, with Soul Calibur that's yeah. coming out. Yeah, on, like su- suddenly Guile is a charge character, or, you know. Yeah, it, it, I don't know. It just, I wasn't really um, amused or... I don't know, interested in uh, this version of Street Fighter. It just doesn't seem like the same game. Yeah. It looks like the same game, but I don't think it'll play exactly the same. Yeah, especially we'll, 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 if it didn't have easy mode in it, it would pri- it's supposed to be apparently exactly the same. But once you put in that easy mode where you can 
not have to charge your attacks, not have to actually put input three seven twenties. It pretty much changes the entire dynamics of the game. Oh, but but Stephen, three D. I. <laughs> Uh, yeah, 3D gives me a headache sometimes. Yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> Even 3D movies out there don't really interest me. Like, I, I, I mean, in IMAX in the theaters, okay, some of them are really good, but you know, it doesn't, it doesn't interest me that a movie is in 3D. And I'm like, oh, this movie's in 3D. I have to see it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the 3D uh, is all a push because of piracy of movies. In my opinion, the theater, like the entertainment industry and the theaters and the like, they needed some way to. Uh, thwart piracy and make it, you know, with everybody with you know big screen TVs becoming more and more affordable these days. I mean, myself, for example, I have a, a 42 inch uh, um, LED or LCD in my bedroom and a 55 inch in my front room. So I mean, the home theater experience is becoming cheaper, more affordable, and especially with Blu-ray having the the incredibly high quality available at you know at your fingertips. They needed the entertainment industry needed some way to get people to come back out to the theater, and what better way to do that than with something you can't get at home? 3D technology. Oh. And home next, except now you can get it at home. Yeah, you need to spend three hundred dollars on these glasses if you want more than two people to watch the movie with you. <laughs> exactly. So I mean, it's still really, really um, stunted at this point. So I mean, that's why I th- why I think like movies like. Clash of the Titans, Alice in Wonderland, uh, and a number of other movies, which didn't really need 3D or just had it shoehorned in at the end uh, of uh, production. Yeah, the 3D in Alice was completely unnecessary. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Anyways, moving on again back to the uh, portable thing here. Um, Anyone actually still play their portable stuff besides Ian? Yeah, I uh, my PSP. I still play that. I actually now I use it as my. It's my main uh, uh, music player as well because my uh, phone um, just yeah it, it doesn't have expandable memory. It's just like it's a oh, it's an yeah. older phone, two gigs of memory. That's it, and it's built in. So yeah, yeah. Personally, I don't play mine yeah, at all. Me neither. Um, unless I'm going on a trip, then you know. Like even even for me, if I'm going on a trip, I can't play the thing in the car, or I'm driving anyway. So <laughs> yeah, uh, more, more or less. You mean you can't that. drive in PSP, pussy? No. Well, but you're uh, Asian. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised uh, to hear that from you, JD, that you don't play it at all. Like you well, know, I hardly or anything like that. Because, don't you, you have, have like, eight the, of them? <laughs> yeah. Well, well, not only that, but I mean, you have such an incredibly long uh, trans like transit ride almost every day. Yeah, but uh, I use most of that time to sleep. <laughs> it's kind of I, like me for school. I use that time to sleep. Yeah, I mean, I work, I work so much, and the travel time is so long that, you know, eventually I just pass out anyways. I don't want to be passing out <laughs> while I'm pulling my PSP. Next thing you know, it's on the ground, and somebody else has it in their hand. Mm, so mm. I don't want to bring it out, honestly. And also, because I bus, so my buses that I take uh, back to my apartment, obviously, uh, there's a lot of shadies out there, and I don't want them spotting me with a PSP or a PSP Go or a DSi XL or a DS or whatnot. Didn't so. someone uh, steal your Ian, did someone don't steal your DS like straight out of your bag on the bus? Yeah, yeah, actually I'm pretty sure that's what happened because I uh, had it at work and I you know, I threw it in my bag and I ran out of work and you know, went to sleep on the bus and when I got home uh, you know, noticed my bag was open and uh, looked in there and I couldn't find my DS uh, so 
Yeah. That is just not cool. No, I mean, it not been cool worse, at all. That, I mean, it would have been worse if you know, it was actually a good system, but still, it's a pretty <laughs> All right. One thing I actually just realized looking at the specs on the uh, Xperia Play, this thing is pretty much a current generation phone. It's not being released yet, and they're marketing it as a mobile platform as well. This thing is probably going to be pretty, uh, pretty low-end when it actually does release. Yeah, I wouldn't like, be surprised. Yeah, like not. looking at the processor itself, like I said, it's a Snapdragon, which is pretty much the high end on phones now. This thing's probably not coming out for at least till the fall. And with phones on the horizon, like the uh, like the Motorola Atrix and stuff like that, ready using dual core processors, uh, this thing's probably going to be left behind pretty quickly. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Uh, Have anyone heard anything about uh, the Windows mobile phones? Windows mobile phones, uh, apparently they're starting to pick up a little bit of steam. Um, Yeah. Yeah. In terms of games and stuff like that, though, not a whole lot. Yeah. Yeah. All I know is they got some great fucking advertisements, though. Yeah, they do. (laughs) (laughs) I I very much do. Some of the greatest commercials. Yeah, they they got some good commercials. I I actually like them. Really? You know? Save yourself from your own phone or whatever. Yeah, so, you know, the phone that will save you from your, from phone. your phone. Yeah. Wow. Great wow. Like, personally, I really, actually really like the way that the interface looks with the, the squares and everything like that. Unfortunately, I, the marketplace isn't big enough on it yet. Uh, I don't really see a reason to pick one up. Maybe if for some reason my Galaxy gets destroyed, I'll get one, but yeah, never know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't see any... I personally don't see any desire for it myself. I mean, I've I've looked at it not really too keen on it at all. I mean, the big thing that I, you know, when it was being touted was, you know, interconnectivity, always connected with live. And that seemed like, you know, something that might be really useful. But you, know. you got to have the developers pushing behind it too, right? Exactly. And that, I think, is not there. Just like with uh, Microsoft's Connect. I mean, I can't really think of any games that have even been announced to say, hey, this is coming out, it's going to use Connect. Yeah, no, no one's actually using it so that, that, feature is pretty much useless. Yeah, I mean, like, oh, there's one, actually, or two that I can think of that have an, that were announced when it came out. Steel Battalion and uh, Michael Jackson's um, uh, experience, or whatever it is. Yeah. I think, but, like, I mean, like, with the, the amount of hacking that's been going on with the Kinects, I think more people are using that than the actual games. Exactly. I mean, the, and you, if you look at it, I mean, if you look, compared to the, the move, um, the move actually has like a bunch of games that are announced for it, that and that are coming out. Like there's uh, Heroes on the Move that's coming out, uh, I think next month, and uh, then you know there's also Dead Space uh, Extraction, which just came out today as well, that also uses it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I I still haven't popped it in because I mean I got the collector's edition for Dead Space Two, so it came with Extraction. Shouldn't um, you played Extraction first? Well, no, because, I mean, Extraction was the prequel to Dead Space 1, so technically yeah. I should have played that before I even played Dead Space 1. Well, you, you couldn't because Dead Space, you know, Extraction didn't come out until after. Sorry, like exactly, and it, was for, and it was for the Wii, but, you know. it's Yeah, exactly. But so, I, already, I, mean, I already know how, I, I know how it ends. Well, yeah, of course you know how it ends because you've, seen, you've played Dead Space 2. Well, and also I've played Dead Space 1, so I know that the colony gets all fucked up. Necromorphs, I also have actually Dead Spoilers. Space Downfall. <laughs> hey, I, I haven't played that yet. 
as yeah, we're like this. there that probably haven't played it either. So you gotta, you know, yes, gotta, that's, <laughs> that's, we talked about this. We talked yes. about it when me and Ian spoiled that wood dies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good times, good times. Continue. You know, it's, it's, like, it's like trying to spoil a, a God of War game. Kratos fucks everybody up. The ah, but he end. doesn't. Actually, it's true. Yeah, there, there is a god that he encounters that uh, lives. <gasps> Blasphemy! Which one do you think it is, Errol? It's Thor. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes, because Thor bitch slaps him into submission. No, oh, I, I ran away. <laughs> Came out and was like, no, you're not worth the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's also a different pantheon, so, you know. Um, I don't know, Aphrodite. What, pantheon? Yeah. Pan- yeah, Thor is a pantheon. You're a fucking moron. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a Mormon. No, no, I, I know. You're not, not there's a... nothing wrong with Mormons. I'm just saying I'm not a Mormon. No, no, no I, I know. You know, a couple Mormons. They're all right. Moving yeah. on. All right, let's get back <laughs> on track here. Uh, I'm not sure if uh, you know when we had those te- uh, brief spat of uh, difficulties there. Uh, but uh, did you uh, list off what you've been playing this week there, JD? Uh no I didn't um I just finished off I finished off Wolverine uh, I finally got my platinum trophy that I wanted so that I tucked away um I played a little bit of Little Big Planet just to see how it was uh obviously not too bad uh just like the other Little Big Planet just uh, a whole lot more to do uh and right now I'm just deciding what to play in my big stack uh probably. D- take whatever's on the bottom i didn't really look but uh yeah i'm i'm pretty much in between games uh i am very interested in marvel's capcom 3 now because they're starting to announce a whole lot of good fighters and uh yeah i'm just getting excited well according to a news story that was read off earlier before you hear you won't be able to pre-order that shit yep they're uh, running out of pre-orders but you got your pre-order now so you're good i already got it oh yeah, i have two of them yeah i pre-ordered, so they, I pre-ordered why? both uh, xbox and playstation 3 as well why did I pre-order two? Yeah, Remember that why? Street Fighter Four shenanigan that was that I talked about before, where I almost did not get a Street Fighter Four Collector's Edition. Yeah, so now I'm going to pre-order two. I don't need to get both of them. I just need to pick up one. Yeah, speaking of pre-order uh, shenanigans, uh, EA kind of fucked over uh, GameStop EB with uh, the Dead Space <laughs> pre-orders. Not uh, me. I got mine. I was one of two people that got the PS3 Collector's Edition. On release day. I ended up getting mine. It came in a day later, but uh, when I went in, now this is what really kind of just, you know, is really annoying because I pre-ordered Dead Space uh, 2 well before Errol did. Like, months before he did. No, you didn't. Uh, I pre-ordered it like a week after the pre-orders were announced. Oh, I pre-ordered it well before then. Like, you know, we're talking like August I pre-ordered it. Like months before you, but anyway, uh, but the, that doesn't really matter all that much at this point. What, what happened is I pre-ordered it well before they even announced there was a collector's edition. I went in short uh, a little while after, uh, probably in, in December after they had announced the collector's edition, and I changed my thing over to the collector's edition. Now, what, unbeknownst to me, what this did was it then canceled my pr- original order and put, treated it as a brand new pre-order, so it put me at the bottom <laughs> of the list. The funny thing is, is that when I originally pre-ordered Dead Space 2, and you're going to hate me for this, Ian, when I originally pre-ordered Dead Space 2, I was buying a bunch of 360 games, so, and the, and I forgot to specifically, I specifically, I forgot to specifically say that I wanted Dead Space 2 for PS3, 
Mm-hmm. So they when they put me through on the original pre-order, they put me down for collector's edition, but for 360. So I went back like literally two weeks later and got it switched over. And so same thing happened. They canceled, they canceled my 360 pre-order, put me back on for a PS3, which I'm assuming if for the same, same circumstances would have put me in at the bottom of the pile. But I was one of two people that got it on release day. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, essentially what happened was they shorted, uh, EA apparently shorted them in shipping by 1,200 on release day. Um, 1,200 copies, like, chain-wide. They ended up getting them in the next day, like I said. And what they did for, like, people like myself that had pre-ordered the collector's edition was they gave me a guarantee on it so that uh, I could take one of the regular copies, take it home, play it. If the the collector's edition didn't come in within two weeks, I could come in with that... If it came in, great. I come in with my copy, even though I've been playing it, get full credit on it, and then swap it out for the collector's edition. Now, if it didn't come in, I could come back in within the two weeks and just return the game for full for full uh, re- retail value for the full sixty dollars right off the bat, which is, you know, I think the right way to handle it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I got my collector's edition. It was uh, really annoying that, to have to wait that day, but uh, the fact that I was still able to play it uh, was. Uh, it made up for it. Yeah, you know, I mean, the EB handled it, you know, with, you know, they handled it professionally, so. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Good on them. Good on them. Mm-hmm, definitely. You know, speaking of uh, pre-order bonuses, uh, one that I just found out about, uh, there's the new Ogre Battle game coming out for the PSP, right, uh, on February 15th. Nice. If, if you pre-order it, you get uh, a deck of tarot cards. That's uh, Tactics Ogre, correct? Yep, Tactics Ogre. Nice. Yeah, you get a deck of uh, tarot cards, but, and uh, for anyone who's followed the series, uh, like or at least the North American roots of it, from back on the Super NES, uh, you know that the tarot uh, plays a big role in it, and as in sort of like you know almighty magic powers that you can pick up throughout the game and use it to shift the tide of battle in some cases. So I think that you know, the, the tarot cards are all the artwork of the. Of the, from the game, so I think it's pretty cool that that's uh, something that's coming out for it. Yes, indeed. So, anyone else have anything to say about portable gaming at all? I, uh, go ahead. Well, no, I was like, I'm not huge into portable gaming. I mean, to be honest, the only reason why I have both my DS and my uh, PSP is because of Ian. Because one year, like my my backstory, my birthday is at the beginning of December. So for one year for my birthday, he buys me Chrono Trigger for DS. Of course, I don't have a PSP or I don't have a DS. So I'm like, ah, oh, fuck you guys, because they know how much I love Chrono Trigger. So what do I do? I go out and I buy, uh, you know, I go out and buy a DS. Then for Christmas that same year, what do they get me? Final Fantasy One. For PSP. <laughs> Just to force me to buy one. Now, luckily, my brother had his PSP. He had bought it, uh, you know, soon after they originally released. And he didn't really play it that much. So he sold me his. And so I got uh, a really good deal on that. So, yeah. But um, to be honest, I'm not huge on the mobile gaming. But there's certain games that I, that I you know, for the series, like um, uh, Valkyria Chronicles 2. You know, PSP, I definitely have that, and I fully enjoy it. Um, what about yeah. uh, cell phone gaming? 
Cell phone game. I f- I don't have a phone that. Um, oh, no, actually, that's not correct. I do have one game on my cell phone. Snake. No, Nightclub Empire. Gorilla? No, not Gorilla. <laughs> it's, called, it's Nightclub Empire. So you're not a. Are you a big proprietor of uh, the mobile gaming, the cell phone gaming at all? Care oh, about it? No. Don't care about it? No. I, it. Fuck no. No, I I don't care. The cell phone is a method of communication. You know, not it's. I don't view it as a gaming platform. I wonder how much money Angry Birds has actually made. <laughs> Just actually curious. Yeah, it's probably made quite a shit ton. Yeah, they sell it for a, like a. Yeah. They sell like a buck or something like that on the. I uh, Apple Store or whatever. Yeah, I don't, yeah, iTunes App Store or whatnot. Yeah, yeah, and then four dollars on the PS3 and holy uh, shit! Apparently, it makes, apparently it makes about a million dollars a month on advertising. Holy oh, that's crap. sweet. Well, yeah, it's Angry free Birds on so... so, I mean, they got—they definitely know what they're doing there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in the, keeping with the, this week's topic, what is uh, your history with the portables there, Rudolph? Steven? Uh For me, it's pretty much uh, Game Boy Advance, Game Boy Advance SP, DS, PSP. Pretty much don't play any of them anymore. Uh, still have, I don't know, actually don't even know where my DS is. Uh, my PSP, I think last time I turned it on to ask me to reset the date and time. It's been that long since I played it. Yeah, every uh, time the battery dies on it, you have to do that. Yeah. Uh, pretty much most of my portable gaming consists of my phone where I play Angry Birds and uh, Game Dev Story and Rocket Bunnies. And that's pretty much it. Uh, in terms of future for it, if just the whole cost of it having to carry around a whole other unit, I'd, I don't think it's really... I don't know where it's really going to go. I, I already have a phone that's I personally I feel is too big, but it's a nice phone. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to want me to put this other five inch screen thing in my pocket as well, and it's going to cost me you know three hundred, four hundred bucks, plus like fifty, sixty bucks a game. It's uh, it's overwhelming. And in terms of like the actual games themselves, like, you really don't get that much of a much of a change change in experience. Like especially for the PSP, they're, they're pretty much just shoehorning PS2 games into it, and it's like, what's the point? Why don't I just bust out my PS2 or my PlayStation 3? There's no real point for me to sit down and play these games anymore. Yeah, because you I do it understand. when you're on the move, when you're in transit, when you're traveling. I, that's I drive. <laughs> well, you're you're a sucker then. <laughs> See, the, the point is to get other people to drive you. Well, unfortunately, I don't have a chauffeur. What's your Somebody's bus driver's driving me nuts right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah, just kidding. Pretty much the extent of my portable gaming now has gone down to Angry Birds and Game Dev Story and my cell phone. That's pretty well it. Um, possibly, next generation portal might be a game changer. For sure, Nintendo 3DS, not a game changer. Uh, you know, we'll have to see what happens when they all come out. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Indeed. Right. Yeah, uh, myself, my uh, personal history with uh, video, with the portables, it was with uh, the original Game Boy. I mean, it still amazes me how well, how long the original Game Boy uh, held out against like uh, all the other systems, especially because the original Game Boy was just that monochrome, mono uh, chromatic screen, like the like grayish green or greenish gray, rather. I guess it would be. Yeah, that and olive drabish color, whatever, right? Exactly. I mean, and you had systems like uh, the Game Gear, like Sega's Game Gear that came Sega out. Sega Game Gear. 
it had a, a couple of decent games for it, but it never amounted to much of anything. I mean, it, there was system after system that came out, uh, you know, promoting bigger screen, better gra- more buttons, uh, better graphics. Color. Um, color. Yeah, color. That was the huge one. And they never held a candle to the, the Game when, Boy. Because, I mean, amazing. Game Boy was when, a, like, or it was early 90s, was it not? When it was first released? Game Boy, uh, pretty sure yeah, it was early 90s. I'm not sure the date here exactly. It's like 92? Uh, let's see here. 89 in Japan. Or actually, yeah, 89. July 31st, 89, North America. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. So it's been a it's been a while. When oh yeah, the, it, yeah. Hel- it held its own for like ten years. Well, because when was the Game Boy Color released? Yeah, Game Boy Color. Game Boy Game Boy Pocket came out in '96, and then the Game Boy Color came out in '98. So it held out a good ten years almost. Yeah, I mean, then, like, then there's the all the other iterations, like the Game Boy Micro. Yeah, the Micro yeah. that didn't sell very well. Like the no, Game Boy Advance came good. out in <laughs> 2001, uh, Advance SP 2003, then Game Boy Micro 2005. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't that great. Well, I think one of the big things is that they kept these systems around so long and all using the exact same games, right? So they weren't changing medias all, all that often. You keep playing the games you loved, and they actually, you know, the games that they had, they weren't too complicated. You could just keep playing them over and over again, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. But, I mean, they also offered uh, those games, like the Final Fantasy uh, Legend series uh, and Final Fantasy Adventure series, that, you know, offered you that in-depth experience if you so wanted yeah. it. And um, yeah, I mean, it was definitely the the right way to go, and I think with it, they, it, they made a shit ton of money. They really marketed it well, and it was amazing. How I, I still find it quite amazing that they were able to hold on for so long. Oh yeah, in terms of actual like DS usage stuff like that, you know, they're still doing very very well. I know they're actually making money off hardware, they're making money hand over fist, but you know, yeah, 3DS. I don't think I don't think they're actually going to do much with the 3DS. Not. A, People I know, at least, they aren't really too excited for that thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I find that more of it's, uh, from what I've heard, the excitement is more in the, you know, the game reviewer and the, the people that are in the industry. Yeah. They look at it and say, oh, this is, you know, really cool, this is really exciting. But the general public, I think, is kind of, uh, you know... Meh. Meh. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Especially since the overall look of it hasn't really changed. Yeah, I think that you know the way the DS it really is is something. It's uh, more of a kid system almost. So parents might look at it and say, "Well, this, is, this looks just the same as the the system that Johnny already has. You know, why should I spend an, uh, another two hundred and fifty dollars on it for a system that he can't play any of his current games on?" Yeah, yeah. But I, I'm not really sure. I think it might actually still be uh, backwards. Yeah, it might. Battle, it might yeah. be. Yeah. 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 I just haven't been keeping up because I'm really not too interested in it. But you know. Like, really, I've actually been more interested in getting this in a better cell phone. And it's like, you know, if I want to play a game, I'll download a game on my cell phone, whatever, right? It's just, you know, the whole thing, I don't want to carry another piece of hardware with me or spend the money. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, yeah. you know, I, find, I think almost the, there's a real shift in the 
way that people are looking at these, like with the iPad and the tablets, um, and the way that cell phones are going these days, they've changed in the fact that, you know, it used to be all about smaller is better. The smaller it is, the better yeah. it is. Yeah, well, like the way cell phones evolved, it's pretty much, yeah, they went from, like, you know, the clunky Nokia thing, then it went smaller, <laughs> then they went to uh, forms of keyboards on them, and now it's yeah. pretty much all touchscreen, big screen, they want this thing to be powerful, to do everything for you, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, the, the phone sizes are becoming larger, I think. And also, I, I don't think that... Um, the the size is going to be an issue anymore coming up because you know people are already getting used to hauling around an iPad uh, around with them. Um, yeah, like the units themselves are they've been around so big now that people don't really care. Well, I mean, it's just flat, but I mean it's just flat size. They're still thin. It's not like you're talking like the you know the Gordon Gecko. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah, they're, yeah. They're not like those big brick things you see. But yeah, yeah. they're they're fairly thin. But they, I think in terms of screen size, stuff like that area, surface area, they're fairly yeah. large. No, they are. Yeah. <laughs> Has anyone seen the the second Wall Street movie where uh, Michael Douglas gets released out of prison and the and the g- prison guard hands him his old school spoilers? Song? <laughs> <laughs> it was in the fucking preview. It was in the trailer of the movie. Well, that now I just don't need to see it. Then do I? <laughs> well, not the trailer because it's the <laughs> Christ. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Poor Errol. Errol, take the floor. Hit the floor. All right, I'm hitting the floor. What now? Say, take the floor, not hit the floor. <laughs> take it. Where should I take it? What? What? What's your uh, what's your verdict on portable gaming? Actually, we went. Did we go through you? No. Go, th- go, really? Errol. Go. My history of portable gaming started when Ian bought me Chrono Trigger for my birthday a couple years ago. So we have gone through it. Yeah, we have gone through it. Oh, yes. JD? Oh my gosh, I can't even like... See, I I can put the regular systems in order, but the portable ones are difficult for me for some reason because there's so many different iterations of each one. It's kind of like, okay, well, I, I did have a Game Boy, I did have a Game Boy Advance, I had a Game Boy Advance SP. Actually, I have multiples of each, keep in mind. Um, I had a Neo Geo Pocket, I had a Turbo Graphics Express. Um, crap. Did you have uh, the one that uh, Tiger put out? No, I didn't, I didn't, get, I didn't grab the Tiger one, because, you know, I, I, I didn't like the brand Tiger. <laughs> I honestly didn't. Uh, Tiger! Tiger! Tiger Uppercut! Tiger! Tiger Uppercut! Or you can... Hadouken! Yoga Flame. Okay, <laughs> this is just fucking retarded. But anyways, you know, going on, I had a PSP, I have Proton a Proton Cannon! <laughs> Sonic Boom! Sonic Boom! Hey, that's awesome! <laughs> uh, I was trying to do the Super Street Fighter one. Sonic Boom! Sonic yeah, where his voice does. I didn't really like that voice. I like the original. Barlog wins! Aroo! Aroo! <laughs> My bike money. <laughs> oh my car! <laughs> oh my car! You know, my my bike money. That's what Balrog says when he loses in Street Fighter Four. Keep the car seat. <laughs> Keep the car seat. Okay, get the <laughs> fuck are you all rambling about? <laughs> Seriously, whatever you guys are on, I want to. <laughs> Keep the car seat. All three of us were totally playing Street Fighter 4, and that's what Dudley says. He says, keep the car seat. Keep the car seat. 
<laughs> I, I don't even know who Dudley is. You don't know who Dudley is? No. Oh my gosh, man. Man, I don't play fighting games. The last fighting game I played was Killer Instinct. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Said, I don't play fighting games. But You can tell how white I am. But what do you mean? I, I play fighting games. Yeah, what? but you. I mean, <laughs> out of all the dizzy, out of all the syndromes and diseases in the world, you get the Japanese one. So damn right, <laughs> Hashimoto syndrome. <laughs> that that's what it is, right? I, I got the name yeah. right. Yeah, okay, you got it right. Yeah, yeah. But uh-huh. you know, so you know he he's he's Asian by association. All right. All right. We're starting back on track. Back on track. There <laughs> uh, you guys have a little moment there while I had my Twix. Nice. You're eating Twix? Is sure it was. It was delicious. It was uh, cookie crumbly. So wait, that's a, you know the Twix? Is that the four-pack Twix? Like the family size? No, I said the regular size. Oh, okay. Because the four-pack one, why don't they call it like forks? Because it's four of them. Like, you know, Twix is... Okay, I can understand Twix, because, you know, Twix is two. Yeah. That's how it is, but, you know, there's four. So why don't you call it Forks? Shouldn't it be called Quacks, then? Oh, yeah, I guess so. Hey, Quacks. Yeah, just Quicks. Or Quicks, something like that. Quicks. I don't are know. You they, guys fu- are you guys fucking serious? You're going to start debating <laughs> Twix? <laughs> I'll be back in a sec. Like, when I start rambling on random shit, it's at least related, to, you know, <laughs> this generally related to the subject matter. Well, you Twix... Know, at least- okay, now, 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 now break it down to you. Twix are a very portable candy. <laughs> <laughs> All candy is portable. I don't know about that. Gumball machines aren't portable. But gumballs are. I don't it's know about the candy, not the machine. I don't know about that because once you get the gumball out of the uh, the machine, you don't really want to put that in your pocket. You put it in your mouth. That's actually true. Well, who put like that's not portability? Then that's just keeping it in your desk, eating it while you move around. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're not required to sit down to eat it. That's portability. <laughs> uh, I don't know. That just seems weird. That's just that's that's weird to me. That's very weird. You know, the 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 thing with the Twix bar is also there's two of them, which means you can have one and then portably carry the other one for later. It's like the portable gaming system of the chocolate bar world. It sure is. It sure is. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like this is this is so fucking retarded. <laughs> all right. Hey man, all right. this is a gaming podcast. We gotta keep it on topic. Alright, that's uh <laughs> Let's uh, let's call her here and uh, final final words of uh, portable gaming wisdom. Anyone? Um, keep your bag closed when you're on the bus. <laughs> All right. All right. Don't buy a 3DS. You're gonna get the same games you currently have on your DS. Yeah, and pay more no. for them. <laughs> and pay more for them. Yeah, yeah I, li- I liked when they brought out the 3DS or the DSi, and they they touted, oh, and there'll be like DSi exclusive games for it. I don't I haven't think seen any of those yet. Yeah, Gosh. I think there was one one game that actually used it, and I don't remember what it was, but it came out fairly early in it. In the it the probably experience. sucked. So, but uh, the the way, but what the developer did was they said, oh yeah, it's a uh, you know it has extra features if you have a, a DSi. 
But if you don't, you still get the core gaming experience on it. It's just a normal DS, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sad. Yeah. All right. I think that'll do it for uh, for tonight here. All right, let's uh, do some housekeeping. Yep, a little bit of housekeeping. All right. Uh, you can always email us at 8.5bit at gmail.com. That's a number 8 and a number 5. Uh, visit us at 8.5bit, all one word, at 8.5bit.libsyn.com. And leave us a message, comment, whatever. Uh, email us, uh, rate us on the iTunes store if you picked us up there. Um, just search for us under 8.5bit. Uh, anything else? If you hear any, if you have any topics uh, that you'd like us to debate or ramble on about, uh, feel free to uh, drop I'm us online. I'm always down for a for for a rant off. Yes, yes. Any uh, anything you want us to hear us talk about and bullshit about? Email us. Let us know. We'll uh, we can we'll, bullshit for hours. Oh yeah, hours. We, we just had we just had a two minute conversation about Twix is the chocolate bar. <laughs> The game of called Twox. Do that Fox. shit all the time. It's Quicks, actually. Thank Quicks, you. I'm sorry. My bad. Quicks. I, I Wikipedia oh, no, that it shit. It can't be Quicks. It's too close to Nestle Quick. They'll get sued. <laughs> yes, they'll but get the, sued by that bunny fuck. Well, that, yeah, see, that's why it's called Quicks, though. It's because it, it's just solidified quick. Yeah, you ever, no, it's add, not. It's got cookie yeah. center in the middle. No, no, man. You see, you just add so you you take a Twix bar, you drop it in a glass of milk, you leave it there for about ten minutes. It'll liquefy into a a, a, you know, a glass of Quick. Holy shit! I'm doing that right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yes, All glass right. Quick that you also. It's not, work, it's not working, man. Bunch of uh, ten oh. minutes. Okay, ten minutes. Okay. So for eight point five bit, this is Stephen Lamb. Ian, the man, the beard, the legend, Matty. <laughs> oh, Christ, man. Uh, Arrow Reed. The disappointment. It's not, it's not working, man. It's, it's not working. Well, okay, you know what? I'm just not... Uh... Fuck, I just... Ian there we go, in that point in case. I'm trying to fucking play Red Dead right now, goddammit. <laughs> We're on a podcast, you idiot. <laughs> don't see me playing any games. It hasn't stopped oh, me before. Oh, Mr. John Marston! Fucking <laughs> 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 wild boar is chasing me down. Take that, you sack of shit. Uh, racist. Yeah. How is it racist? It's not a human being. Hey, you say tomato, I say racist. That's racist right there. Just because he's whatever he is, it means he's not a human being. He's not a human being. He's a wild boar. <laughs> I'm hunting wild boar. <laughs> all right. See you guys all next week. Adios. Later.